you take your Bibles and turn to Acts 15. Acts 15. Now, if you would like to, if you read Acts 15, you'll stand with me and I'll begin reading there somewhere around verse uh, 36. The Bible says, And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. And Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. But Paul thought not good to take him with them, who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. And the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed into Cyprus. Paul chose Silas and departed, being recommended by the brethren with the grace of God. Now let's pray. Now, Father, again we call for your help. Now, Lord, you know that we are nothing. You're everything. Lord, we just try to yield this body to you to use for your glory. And, Lord, there's, you know there's nothing good within me but the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I pray this morning that, Lord, you would speak to every heart that is here. And as we look at these verses of Scripture, they're very familiar to us. May you give us something, Lord, that would help us in a very special way. And we'll thank you for all you do. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. And you may be seated. I want to speak this morning on failures in the church. I thank God for the church. When I'm talking about the church, I'm talking about a local group of people that have been saved, baptized, covenanted together. To serve God. We are a local body of believers here. And into that we asked that God to uses his church to do the work. Now if you remember their verse says that the church there at Antioch they recommended Paul and Silas. They gave their unto them Barnabas and Mark went out into that. And uh, the Bible, the Word of God, is also a human document. Not only does it celebrate the glory of God and the successes of individual believers in churches, but the Bible is also full of stories about failure and weaknesses as well. You find that there in John chapter 21 that Peter goes fishing. Uh, Peter, in going fishing, he took some other fellows with him, took them away from the work of the Lord. Now, you've got to be careful yourself uh, into that as a, a child of God, and one that uh, wants to follow the Lord, one wants to be faithful to God, uh, that uh, does your denying God lead others to deny the Lord? Peter goes fishing. Uh, then here you find Paul and uh, Peter's contention in Galatians 2.1. Now this started here, this story here didn't start here. It started in 
Galatians when Paul and uh, they were at the church and uh, uh, he and Barnabas and Peter came in and they were with the Gentiles and then some Jews from James came in and uh, Peter got persuaded to go with the Jews and Barnabas, it says uh, that they got uh, caught up in it and went with him. Uh, that And P uh, Paul had to rebuke uh, uh, Peter in front of them all. He said, here you that uh, uh, be living here as the Gentiles, now some Jews come in and uh, now you uh, depart the Gentiles and you go with the Jews. And uh, in that they, uh, he said, that's not right. Uh, here in the body of Christ, we are one. And so he uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, scolded Peter uh, for his uh, getting up and going and following the Jews and, and, and leading Barnabas to go as well. I think somewhere probably after that on the trip, uh, they go on to uh, the first missionary trip and, and uh, they take John Mark with them. Now, somewhere there, John Mark could be, uh, uh, gets uh, something comes in that causes him uh, to want to go home. He wants to leave. I don't know, the hardship of the ministry. Now, if you've not been in the, the ministry, uh, uh, you will find that uh, it, uh, I don't, it doesn't make no difference what uh, level of ministry you're in. If you're in the bus ministry, you're got a, there's a, a hardship will come. If you're in the teaching ministry, a hardship is going to come. Uh, it, it, regardless of what the ministry that you may be involved in, uh, there's going to be some uh, hardship to come into that. And so uh, as, a, as a minister, as an apostle, uh, Paul and uh, took off with uh, Barnabas. And then uh, when uh, you find that uh, they go uh, coming back and more they report to the church. And uh, things was great. And... Uh, Things were good, and uh, and boy, that uh, uh, you find that uh, Peter and Paul. Now, keep in mind, uh, Peter and Paul's relationship was restored in Second uh, Peter three fifteen. I'll not take time to go there, but they got their issue settled. Now, if you have an issue, you ought to get it settled as well. Uh, Demas, uh, the Bible doesn't hide the frailty of believers. You know, Demas. Uh, Demas was that who. Uh, uh, you find that uh, departed from Paul because of his love for the world. Uh, I'm uh, seeing so many uh, today that has attracted to the world more so than uh, they are attracted to the things of God. Uh, you find that this, uh, uh, in talking to different ones uh, in different churches, uh, there's a, uh, the same old uh, story. Uh, it's uh, the unfaithfulness of Christian people. And uh, we, we find this here that a uh, uh, lot of uh, the things that are going on in churches, are, uh, you can fail in your Christian life and you can fail as a member of the church. But also at the same time, you don't have to continue to be a failure. Uh, you can enter that, to, uh, uh, you can find in uh, God can redeem all uh, human failures. Uh, Romans six twenty three: the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Uh, and, and, uh, and you find that uh, you can find in John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever uh, believeth in him 
should not perish, but have everlasting life. A picture of failed churches in Revelation 2 and 3. Uh, uh, some uh, 30 years down the road, John will write in the book of Revelation and seven churches gets a letter. Uh, uh, those churches, a lot of them uh, get uh, there is uh, reprimanded because of their way that they are serving God. Uh, the church at Ephesus, and we know that church very quite well. And it was said of them, I have somewhat against you because uh, you have left your first love. Now, what you find here after a while, not that that's dealing with church, uh, you, you begin to lose that love for Christ, that luster, that, uh, that uh, joy, that uh, rejoicing. And most of the people come into the house of God today and there's no rejoicing. There's no joy. Why, why is that? Because uh, somewhere along the way over the years, we have lost that joy of that first love that we had when we first began to serve God and, and got saved and living for the Lord and how exciting that we were. Boy, I tell you, and, uh, and it, nothing uh, had we experienced like the, that. But over the years, how long have you been saved? I'll guarantee you pretty much here that, that uh, most people sitting in here this morning are not this morning where you were at uh, a few years ago. I about get to if you're not growing in the Lord, you're going backward. Uh, if you're not going forward, you're, go, you, you're going backward, and we don't like to admit it. We talked about in our Sunday school uh, uh, <clears throat> a judging, and uh, that uh, we said there's, there's three judges. Uh, people will judge you. Uh, you got to judge yourself, and but about God judges us, and in that <clears throat> I cannot, uh, <clears throat> I can keep down a lot of <clears throat> excuse me judgment uh, on myself because of uh, how that I conduct my life outwardly. You see me, my life outwardly. You don't see it inwardly, and I don't see your life uh, inwardly. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what your thoughts are. I don't know what your actions inwardly are. I know mine. And so I have to self-examine myself. I have to, uh, to, <clears throat> to uh, examine to see <clears throat> where I'm at and to be able to deal with issues that, uh, that I personally am dealing with before God. Uh, we have to deal with pride. Uh, we, have to, we have to deal with uh, selfishness. We have to deal with laziness. Uh, there are different things that we I have to deal with inwardly. You don't see. You may you say, "Boy, uh, he looks like a pretty good Christian," but boy, if you get down inside of that person and you begin to see what God sees, uh, you're going to find out that uh, you better judge yourself and to be where that God doesn't have to judge you. I have to come before God and say, "Lord, uh, uh, here's what uh, I need help in." And uh, Lord, uh, I'm, uh, uh, I, I confess to you that I have failed you in this. I don't want God to judge me. God's judgment is pretty steep and uh, pretty severe. And so uh, you find pictures of flawed humanity. Uh, in the, uh, you find that in the future we will fail as much as we succeed. Some things right and some wrong. Have you done anything wrong since you've been a Christian? I guess about the only one I know of that here is Billy. Uh, that uh, Billy did nothing wrong. Uh, uh, I don't know if anybody here has done everything right, but me. <laughs> no, uh, uh, we, we're gonna. You're gonna fail in some things. You're gonna fail in opportunities to do right. 
uh, opportunities to uh, uh, this morning. I said, somebody asked if they wanted to sing a special with me. They had an opportunity to do right, but what did they do? Turn me flat down, boy. Uh, the, no, uh, you, you find into, as, as a, as in our life as a child of God uh, that in our churches, everyone said it in here, there's failure in your life. You're not where you, you probably ought to be. You're not where that you could be. You're not where God maybe wants you to be. Then into that, there's everyone sitting here. There is some things that you have been able to overcome. There are some things that you've been able to get the wrong out and put the right in. And you're doing right. And it's always right to do right in that. And so uh, uh, the Bible into that, it gives us, it gives us church examples to protect us from failure. Uh, here, your first love for the Lord, a serious learning about the word. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman. And into that, boy, get in, uh, involved in the word of God. Uh, if you want to be able to, uh, to protect yourself from failure. One is into that, protect yourself, is I'm going to love God. Uh, I'm just going to put God first in my life. I'm going to try to love Him. I'm going to go to Calvary every morning and to be able to look at and to be reminded of what Jesus did for me, uh, that He died for me, that He was buried for me, that He rose again for me, that He gave His life that I could have life. I'm going to remember into that. I'm going to try to, uh, uh, to keep uh, from failure. I want to remember my, to, to love Him because of what He has promised me. He has promised me a mansion in glory. He has promised me a, a new body. And boy, if anybody ever needed a new body, most of you do, don't we? Huh? Uh, I mean, you, you find that uh, your, your bodies are, are just getting, uh, getting away from you. Uh, they're, they're going downhill and we can't go fast enough to keep up with them. Uh, but hey, what God has promised me, can I not love him for what he has promised me? And can I not love him for what he has done for me? I tell the kid this morning, 10 years from now, you'd be, be, may be fortunate if you're even able to assemble in a church without the permission from the government. You better take advantage. You better be reminded of the freedom that you have today and what God has given to you. Into that, uh, I am uh, uh, so concerned about the, the, the things that lies ahead for our nation. I'm so concerned of what lies ahead for you. I love you. I don't want to see any of you going and starving to death. I don't want to see them little boys and girls not having food. But hey, do you know that over in countries today that moms that watch their children die of starvation? Do you understand that uh, in most parts of the world today that there is a lack of food? Do you understand today that uh, we have, what, how God has blessed you to live to where that you have access to clean water? Do you understand today that, that you live in a, in a time to where if anybody could rejoice and give glory to God, it ought to be the God's church. It ought to be the how that God has given to us the opportunity to come together to worship Him and to be able to sing, to be able to uh, enjoy the fellowship of one another, to love one another. And boy, we get here, this side don't like this side. And, uh, and, and this side over here, don't care less about that side. I, I'm, I'm my own person now. And uh, don't boggle me down with having to, to tend to other people. I'm independent. I'm an independent Baptist. And bless God, I, uh, I don't want to. Well, uh, you're so independent, you won't, don't want to help anybody else. You're so independent that uh, you don't want to, uh, your little select group of friends. 
you're so independent into that, that, that where that uh, I'm not going to put a uh, guard up here. I'm not going to let you come into my domain. Could I say to you that failures in the church is that we run off a lot of people? You leaders run off a lot of people. You uh, music directors, you run off a lot of people. I'm about ready to go. If you don't put, start letting me sing more. No, I, I, what I'm saying is into that, you've got to be careful if you're in leadership position uh, that you are being able to minister to those that God has given to you. And uh, you said here that, and I told you, every one of you have a ministry. Brother Leo, you have a ministry. Take care of Brother Darrell. Uh, help him out. Uh, get, him over to, uh, get him off them dodges. Get him over a good Chevrolet or something. Uh, that uh, we, we backslide so much because we want everybody to do what we want. I got to humiliated this morning uh, because of that uh, these uh, guys are trying to uh, tell me what to drive and what's the best to drive. And they're supposed to follow the pastor. Is that not? If you're supposed to follow the pastor, raise your hand. Okay, that means in the vehicles that we ride in, don't it? That means that we, we get out of those Fords and get into a good Chevrolet or something. Now what, but you know, you can, you, you can split churches over something like that. Now, we have a good time onto that. I can care less. I'm glad the boys are able to drive a piece of junk. But hey, uh, uh, God's been good to them on that. And, uh, but we have, we have a lot of fun uh, that it's, uh, uh, I, I thank God, hey, in, in, in about 10 more years, you're not even going to have a car. Because uh, none of you can afford an electric car. If you could, you've got no power to run it on. And so just enjoy your gas engines right now. But what I'm saying to us today, little things that causes failures in our church. And into that, uh, you've had the, you hear the, uh, the serious learning of God's Word. And that's why you ought to have your kids in Sunday school. I tell you, there's nothing more important to your children than having them in it. Now listen, I'm talking about a Sunday school to where the teacher is teaching the Word of God. I'm not talking about being in a Sunday school class to where that we're having fun and, and, and just not teaching the Word of God. Every teacher is going to be held accountable. I've got to be held with the lesson I taught this morning to our kids. I've got to be held accountable. Boy, I tell you, one of the days you have to stand before God this morning and to give an account as to why that you taught what you taught. It better be good. It better be the Word of God. Old Troy, first time he come to Sunday school, man, we we enjoyed him on that, uh, and uh, we we talked about him, but uh, we enjoyed him in that. We talked about Josh as well. Uh, but what I'm saying into that is that uh, serious uh, learning of God's Word is so important in the lives of your children as they face the things in the world. And uh, you got what you've got going on in churches today. I talked to a guy that went to a big church and he said, Preacher, there is no Bible being, uh, uh, that you can find in, this, in the church. The Bibles are not being uh, uh, opened. We encourage you to bring a Bible. You're, you're a child of God. You ought to bring a Bible. Bless God. Just get it off my chest here. If you love the Lord and you say that I'm saved, you ought to bring your Bible with you. That Bible ought to be just as important to you as your wife or your children is. Amen? And bring it, get your Bible. You go to church, bring a Bible with you. You say, well, I don't have one. Well, you see me, I'll get you one. I've got a bunch of them. 
And so we, we talk about that, the, the seriousness of, uh, of obedience. Uh, and uh, you find in, uh, in uh, Hebrews 13, I'll just uh, read it real quickly there. I probably can get there by the time you can. Uh, he says this, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, for they must watch for your souls. Now you see what the Bible puts me under? You think I like that verse of scripture? I don't like it a bit. Why? Because it puts me into that uh, uh, to, uh, 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 to watch for you. Now some of you are hard to watch. Lord, just let them, you know, just, just do what you have to do. No, uh, we have a, re, uh, a pastor has a responsibility. That's why I say I'm not a good pastor. Uh, that I'm not a good preacher. Uh, I, I, I fail so, in so many ways to the Lord, that, that I, but I strive to try to be somewhat of a blessing to God. To try to help you. Uh, I am concerned about you. I do thank God for you. Uh, that, uh, that's this group right here uh, this morning. I prayed for this set of pews. I didn't know who was going to be in them. I knew some, but I prayed for those who were set in those pews that God did. You would meet with them and sit with them. And so serious about the, not only the word of God, but serious about prayer. These are elementary. These are things that we we ought to we found that we learn in kindergarten. Uh, that uh, serious about prayer into that. Uh, and boy, you, you find that on Wednesday night. Why don't you come to a prayer meeting on Wednesday night? Well, you got to get to prayer meeting. As a member of a local Bible-believing church, it ought to be that you're more concerned about prayer uh, as much as anything. Uh, into that, we pray. And some of you do not know who we prayed for Wednesday night, who needs prayer. I encourage you. Uh, you say, well, preacher, nothing bores me anymore to come in here on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock and listen to this one give a request and that one give a request and, and then uh, somebody pray for them and uh, then time it, it's, uh, it's over with, it's time to go home. Yeah, this could be pretty boring if you let it be. But boy, I, I leave here on Wednesday night, I am so jacked up, uh, it takes me to midnight to go be able to lay down. Why? Uh, he's just like, I have got a, a surge of energy. And uh, I thank God I thought, this morning, God, thank you for those who've been praying for me on that. But boy, Wednesday night does something for me. And uh, that we, uh, not long ago, we was at another church on a Wednesday night. And uh, it, it, it's not like being at home. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fellowship. But boy, I, I, all the time I'm thinking... I hope Mike's behaving himself. I hope he's not taking my job. I hope he's, Lord, no, I'm saying, Lord, bless that guy. Yeah, give him a good service. And so in that serious about building godly homes, boy, I tell you, our homes are falling apart. You young couples, you need to pay, take note. As a child of God, you have a responsibility to those children you bring into the world. It grieves my heart terribly to see such a fuss that is going on across our nation about this abortion issue. Uh, that those uh, that are striving to uh, legalize killing babies. And I live in this nation and I'm loved to, I love America and I love my country. But boy, this is one thing that I do not like a bit to see our nation uh, uh, going through these uh, ordeals of uh, killing children. 
I look at these little kids down here. What if it don't, what if Jimmy said, Nicole, let's get rid of the boards. I don't, I don't want, I'll take one, leave the other. Thank God that they let them come into the world. Thank God that we have been able to enjoy the blessings of them. I looked at Eliana, this one up there in the choir, and, and I thought, man, I wish I had hair like that. I would probably wouldn't cut it either. But I look at these children, and, I, and my heart goes out to think that there are those who would like to destroy that little boy and tell him he's a, he's a girl, and uh, tell these uh, little, little teenagers that, uh, hey, you're not, you're not a girl, you're a boy. Let's go ahead and, and change you around to where you look. Now listen, that is nothing but of the devil, and that's as wicked as he can be, and you ought not to stand one minute to allow somebody to tell your children that they're not what biologically what God brought them into the world as. It burns me up to see those even on television. I want to throw something at my television. Every time I see somebody up there trying to, uh, to molest, what you got is a bunch of men that is paraded as women to get to be a pedophile, to get to close to your children and to, 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 to uh, destroy the emotional and parts of your children and psychological that it will destroy them for, for, you, for the rest of their lives. Talk to people that have gone through this. I don't know. Does anything get y'all's blood boiling? And then building godly homes. You've taken Ephesians 6. And you find into there that God teaches us some ways. Put on the whole armor of God. Into that uh, parents love your children. Love your children. Oh my goodness, how much we see so many uh, that the children that are being abused by parents slapping their children around, putting a, 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 a lifetime marks on them. Oh, I don't know. I'm not a fighting man, but I, I sure would if I uh, see that, I'd sure jump in. I'd sure try to get get it stopped. I don't like to see children mistreated. And, and, and I, I don't like to see men mistreated either. I look sometimes at you men and I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> Such a mean woman making you do all those things. But let me go on here just real quickly. Serious about discipleship. Uh, Romans fifteen four. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. Discipleship. The scripture is written to where to instruct us in how that we are to discipline our lives, how that we're to live our lives, and how that we are to be pleasing to God and the desire that God is pleased with how that we are growing in our relationship and maturing as a disciple of his. And so I say to us today, be serious about it. Be serious about making an effort to fulfill the Great Commission. In that, it, uh, here, one of the things in, in your homes is uh, started with your children and teaching them about the, the, uh, the need to get the gospel to the world. Each of us being mindful of the Great Commission of trailing others and trying to keep people from uh, 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 going astray and to getting people to hear that there is a God in heaven who loves them and cares for them.
And then real uh, quickly here this morning, I've got to quit here, but a picture of fruitfulness. Uh, John Mark turned back. John Mark was a failure at one point, wasn't he? Uh, he, came, he, uh, he caused the, the rift between Barnabas and Paul because of his uh, quitting in a time when he was needed. How many of God's people in the church has quit? Maybe it's a choir. Maybe it's a bus. Maybe it's a teaching. They have quit uh, uh, serving God in that capacity when they were needed. John Mark was needed uh, in the in going with the Paul and them and, and getting folks saved and discipleship and, and getting the churches going. And yet somewhere he quit. Can I say to you this morning that there is no room for quitting? Amen. Amen. I said, uh, how many people that uh, over the years, and I could name you a, a, a right off a bunch, that has quit on God in a place that God had them, a servant, and God was blessed, and they quit that ministry to go somewhere else and do something else, and their life is doing nothing now for God. Paul overcame his failures. Now, Paul wasn't the perfect Christian either. I don't know if he could not have done something better with his relationship with Barnabas. I know that sometimes that it's hard to, to tell a brother, I, I forgive you. I know sometimes it's hard to tell a brother that, hey, I'm at fault. But God take, took Paul and went ahead and used him greatly as in a missionary going to, to other countries. Though that this, how many people in the church was affected by Paul and Barnes? Break up. Jimmy and Brian break up. We have a fuss, a fight. How many people is it going to affect? Just them two? Just a, no, it's going to affect a lot of us. So that's why you guys better stay on good terms with one another. Our quarrels with one another is going to not only affect you, but it's going to affect those around you as well. Strive for peace. Live peaceably with all men as much as possible that lies within you. Paul overcame his failures to produce fruit. Now, Barnabas overcame his dispute with Paul. And God put Barnabas go down to Cyprus. They started a church and they get a church going down there and it does a great work for God. I don't know. I've been... Over the years, not everybody you sitting in here is going to agree with me. I'm old enough to realize that you don't agree with everything that I, you ought to, but you don't. Uh, you're going to have disagreements with me. How do you handle those disagreements? The same as the disagreements I have with you. I'm going to have some disagreements with you. Some of you more than I ought to have. But I'm going to be able to try to uh, uh, overcome those. I'm going to try to be able to let God take care of those. Some things you just say, Lord, I can't handle it. I can't do it. Lord, I, I, you're going to take care of Josh. I've told him and I've told him, but now, Lord, you're going to have to take care of him. I'm going to go ahead and love him. Boy, it's hard. No, I do. Well, what I'm saying to you, a picture of fruitfulness. 
in our church. Each of us could easily fall into these failures. Deserting in hard times, stepping down from leadership, staying home. Now here at the landmark, sometimes it would be easy to carry out the work of the gospel. Sometimes it gets hard and messy. We need patience and perseverance. We must be slow to judge and quick to forgive. Redemption is offered in this story you will find. These failures need to be guarded against for our own health and church. Is there any redemption in this story? It is at the end of the story. Look at Barnabas. God used him to build the church in Cyprus and beyond. Look at Paul. He went on to establish churches across the whole region. John Mark, who jumped ship, went on to become a strong and faithful disciple. And God allowed him to give him the book of Mark to write. This morning, it's a story of failure. Disciples messed up. The church messed up. People got hurt. Bad decisions. But, but God redeemed all three and used them greatly. <laughs> So I say to us today, don't fear your failures. You may say, boy, I have done it. I, I don't know if I could ever be able to be used of God. But I say to you today that God loves you. God doesn't want you to stay a failure. God wants to pick you up. And God wants you to walk with him and let him direct your life. Be a in the church. Be an example of the believer. And allow God to use you for his glory. You ready to quit? Don't quit. Amen. You ought to get, Lord, where would you have me? What can I do? And I believe that God will answer that prayer. Let's stand, please.